Hello and welcome along to the Three Amigos FBL podcast. I'm the Marvel Curse and I'm joined as always by my amigo Mars, you can find on Twitter at Mars05, and Kylie, you can find at KylieFBL. Make sure you're following our group account at Three Amigos FBL. In this Getting to Know You mini-series, we've interviewed FBL managers from all over the world as it's our mission to let our listeners get to know the people behind the FBL accounts we interact with each week. To do that, we've come up with 20 questions which will reveal exactly who they are. With the amigos now, we have Jess, who you should all know and love from her Twitter account, at FBLJessX. Jess, you're very welcome to the show. Are you ready to bear your soul to the FBL community? Yeah, I'm as ready as I'll ever be, I guess. <laughs> That's it. Um, so I'll kick you off with the first question. So um, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. All right. So my name is Jess. Uh, so as you said, I'm at FBLJessX on Twitter. And, well, I, I like football a lot. I like well, I like gaming. I uh, I work for KFC in real life. Not not a lot of sort of uh, intellectual skills and that, but say in terms of football, I'm all right. Yeah, and um, there's a lot of, uh, I know we have a lot of FBL managers in the community and they tend to be like accountants and number geeks. But um, yeah, no, not we're not all like that anyway. We're all we've all come from all sorts of works, a lot of life. But um, you're welcome to the show, Jess. (laughs) Thank you. Brilliant to have you on, Jess. Thanks for joining us. So the first question coming from me is um, obviously a few months ago on Twitter, you made a statement about being a trans woman. And we'd love to hear a little bit about that from you and, or, and more pointedly, your decision to share your story with the community. Well, I, th- I thought it was just a bit, you know, a bit of something for the community to sort of get to know me. I mean, for, from my point of view to sort of, you know, root out all the people that would, you know, that would be like that against trans people. You know, you get the people that are just sort of like that, don't you? You know, so it sort of roots out all the people that are, yeah, a bit toxic and sort of, as I say, help, helps the community just to get to know me. But, you know, I really just wanted to just be a different part of the, yeah, of the community, you know, in my, in my full colours rather than just being, yeah, oh, look at that girl. Maybe it's like, you know, maybe it's look at that trans girl. That's something different. Did it feel to you, Jess, like, was it like a thing that you were, because I know sometimes like when we're, we're, our whole point of these podcasts is like to get to know the real people, I guess, not just where their hot takes are on their FPL um, journey, their opinions and stuff like that, but just actually get to know the real people behind it. And did you find like, was it because you're interacting obviously with people in the community and yeah, like I know myself, I go, well, I'd like people to know the real me. And if they don't like the real me, then so be it. Like, you know, that I can take that. Not everyone's going to not everyone's going to like me um, or or think, you know, that my opinions are valid. But did you find was that kind of something that was was on your mind at the time when you when you when you decided to just kind of let people know exactly who you are? Yeah, it was a bit really. I thought, you yeah, so know, some people might. Yeah. You get the few, don't you? As I said, you get the few that are just, or that suddenly think suddenly your opinion isn't isn't valid or whatever because, you know, because you're different. And uh, well, I th- yeah, now to be fair, I just thought you know it's it's a good thing for the community to get to know me. I thought I was inter- yeah, interacting with more and more people, so it's a bit, let's say, it's just something to, um, let's say for them just to get to know me. You, you know. What I was, it was one of those proud times for me on Twitter because I remember seeing that. So now I've, I've talked to you on 
DM groups. We, we were in the same DM group. We've talked a lot on Twitter. And to me, it was like, oh, okay, fantastic. But the, the, the proud moment was that there was, in the responses that I saw, everybody was just so amazing and welcoming. And it should be. But like you said, there's always those idiots. But I didn't see many of them. Now, I wouldn't. But you probably get some of those. But I hope that you saw the reaction of the majority, 99% of the Twitter community, was absolutely fantastic. Well, the FPL it's, it's, Twitter community. The, the FPL Twitter some community. Some scary absolutely. ones on, on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, think, I think we're quite fortunate, largely. There will always, as you said, Jess, there'll always be a few very suspect eggs floating around, um, hiding behind their, their keyboards. But in, in most part, I think we're very fortunate. And what keeps a lot of us in the community and, and active is that it is very inclusive. Um, mm. And so, and, and very welcoming and has been supportive of, of everyone, you know, from what I've seen, or certainly the people that I follow. And I, I guess that's the, the joy of Twitter is that we can filter out pleasant noise um, that we don't want to engage with. But I do think it was a it was a great moment simply because it was someone yourself getting to, as you say, show all your colours um, and, you know, and and own that and be able to share that with everyone and trust the community with that part of yourself. Mm. Yeah. So, it was well, I, I didn't see many bad responses to it. I think only, well. I saw one that was slightly suspect, but yeah, I say I didn't get many bad responses. There was say so that was, it was just really refreshing to see like all the people sort of looking past it, or you know, not necessarily looking past it, but like thinking, yeah, I'm you know I'm okay with that, and you know, it's not nice to see the sort of FPL take precedence, you know, and I think I got well, even the official accounts sort of you know popped their support, and so yeah, as I say, it was pretty, it was really nice to sort of look at and see that people sort of don't you know think or think almost that the fpl is the main thing as opposed to you know who i really am behind the screen well uh, I th- yeah absolutely you know we get to know people and then yeah like i said i think it was um it was fanta- fantastic response but listen now we're going to carry on with the with the pod and uh we're gonna go with a a light-hearted question <laughs> if you weren't human which animal would your personality match best with and why? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Right. I, I've come up with a rabbit, and not only because I own rabbits. But <laughs> I, I, I sleep a lot. You know, I, basically, whenever I've got a day off, I'm always asleep. <laughs> like, I, I don't do a hell of a lot. So, yeah, most of it's just so being asleep or, or doing nothing. Like, <laughs> like rabbits <laughs> tend to do as well. So... Oh, and don't, uh, think we, well, don't think we had any rabbits before. Carry on. Sorry. No, I, I love that we we always seem to get different animals. It's yeah, brilliant. I love this. <laughs> Maybe it's just I relate to them. I say I've got I've I've got rabbits. I've got um well, I've I've got the father and the mother um, basically, and then seven little babies. What are the, at the names? Moment. Oh wow, you've got a whole rabbit family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we've only named one of the babies so far because it's a bit. It's a bit uh, early, but yeah, it's, yeah. So we've got uh, Ollie, the father, and uh, Wendy, the uh, the mother. And so I, Ollie, I think I've posted. Like, Ollie Watkins. <laughs> 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 
She, <laughs> Ollie Watkins is the flavour of Kylie's month now right. at the moment. <laughs> oh, no, I say it's a uh, well. I think I posted uh, Wendy on on Twitter at some point. I think I probably posted the picture of Ollie and Wendy when they look like they're having a cuddle. But <laughs> they, I'd say yeah, that's what I was going to ask: is that do they live up to the rabbit stereotype? Have they a healthy sex life, Ollie and Wendy? Well, they've seven dates. They could they could have happened in a one night stand for all we know now in all fairness. They, they come in they come in big lumps like. Uh, yeah, we had I, a planned. We, we had a rabbit uh, uni, my husband had a rabbit and at some stage when the boys used to come to watch Champions League because we had Sky, um they had to put bags on their shoes, plastic bags on their shoes. <laughs> Because oh, wow. we would let the, you know, um, we obviously it had a hutch, but it, was, it had the roaming of the living room. But uh, yeah, the boys had to basically put plastic bags because the rabbit scooter, that's what was his <laughs> name, had um, liking for their shoes, let's say. Scooter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. So, scooter Hi. was friendly then. Yeah. A scooter was very friendly, Kylie. Yeah. I'd say I, I'm just picturing Scooter <laughs> humping Marzi's college shoes and. Yeah, <laughs> Get, getting right in there. Uh, Nick's... It was scary when he humped the shisha, Don. <laughs> Good God. Uh, so, Jess, next question we have for you. How and when did you first get into FBL and football in general? And tell us, of course, about who you support. Okay, so my first FPL season was 2016-17. Uh, um that was basically just came from like me doing sort of little, well, little sort of football predictor like games for my dad. Um, uh, he was he was always on like the Super Six and things like that on a Saturday afternoon. And you know, oh, well, what do you reckon the scores are going to be then? And uh, he thought, oh, he sort of said to me, oh, why don't you make a fantasy football team? Yeah, that'll probably be funny. Uh, you'll probably be quite good at that. And uh, well, I did. And yeah, basically, I'm here now. <laughs> um, I say I've well been into football for a long time. Um, yeah, I say I, I do know a lot about football. But, um, uh, yeah, so I've, I've played or I did play since or, or from age four to age uh, seventeen in the end, I think. And well, uh, a weird little situation with the um, teams as well because you see me or you'll probably see me post a lot about Chelsea, a lot about Norwich uh, on my timeline. Basically, I'm a Chelsea fan. I was brought up as such. And Norwich is sort of my local team. Yeah, my local team, my second team. And, uh, and say, so, because I've got a season ticket up at Norwich, because, yeah, for, football is, well, for, for football, it's the closest place I could go. And, yeah, being in the ground, um, uh, watching how football. Was it then, how was it then last season, um, watching Chelsea and, and Norwich? In that situation, um, you know, who do you support? It, uh, Chelsea first, I assume. Yeah, I sat on my hands, um, big time. <laughs> uh, I, I sort, I sort of, um, I remember for the second goal that Norwich scored in that game, it was three-two. Um, I remember saying the second goal we scored, or second goal Norwich scored, and that was an equaliser. And uh, I, for some reason, I just really clearly remember me thinking, "Oh, that's fine. I'll get ruled offside." And me, like me, not going as crazy as the people around me. And I think that's probably the one time that I've uh, 
I've been sort of stuck in that awkward position of, oh, you know, like, uh, have I just gone a bit too over the top here with, uh, well, with making it obvious? And say, I've, uh, well, yeah, that was a funny old day. But, uh, yeah, after after the match as well, got went out the back, got a few selfies, you know, um, sort of hung my Norwich scarf to one side somewhere where I'd find it later. And, uh, yeah, I went a few selfies with, with, <laughs> with the Chelsea players. Uh, I'll say Lampard and got Giroud and... Uh, Oh, Kylie's majorly jealous oh. there. You just, yeah, oh, I, she's turning green. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is, is he that pretty in person? Oh, God, yeah, God, he is. <laughs> oh my God! Oh, my God. So oh dear, oh. we have two Giroud fans now. <laughs> I mean, really? He is a bit of a dreamboat, yeah. In fairness to him. Yeah, I mean, look, every everyone can admit that. I mean, point out the person who's not going to stand there and admit that he's a dreamboat. Well, oh, he, well, he is, but he's not. He's nothing compared to Alison. I'm sorry. You you know how I feel about Alison. Yeah. And those yeah, and those that's arms. That's more like yeah. creepy now. That's getting. The, the, it's not even. It's those <laughs> arms. Those arms and those hands. Alice, he's yeah. yeah. He's continuously <laughs> talking about them. Fixation on hands. Mm. <laughs> and I'm saying this. You know, and I mean, I'm telling you, I think it's it's going too far, Mars. That is true. That is true. Um, okay, so still on FPL, I guess. What would your best FPL memory be? Well, I say I've got well, I've got sort of two of them really. I've got the first. Uh, my first hundred plus, which I think was seventeen eighteen season, I can't remember exactly which week it was, but it was a double. I know that, and for some reason, I randomly thought that I wasn't going to get Andrew Robertson off the bench, and <laughs> that that'd have tipped me over the hundred points and say I don't know why I had him first sub. I literally just thought I wouldn't get him, but I got him, and so then got one hundred thirteen off of uh, off of that particular week, okay. and then. And then also I had last season as well, basically. Well, yeah, all that whirlwind and you know basically the uh, well the pandemic end to the season, if you like. Uh, save, save my triple captain for KDB for uh, for Man City versus Norwich, and well, fifty-seven points later. Oh, lovely! Yeah, Scraped me into the top. Wow. Ninety-nine score. I thought, yeah, <laughs> that was well. Yeah, that was. Was that massive. the city? Was that the city at the city stadium or at Norwich? Uh, no, that yeah. was at, <laughs> that was that was at the Etihad because yeah. oh, yeah. I was yeah. there when yeah. Norwich played Man City the first time round, and that was a hell of a night. <laughs> oh, that was brilliant! I had uh, I had Puki, uh, Todd, yeah. uh, KDB, Aguero, and Sterling in that game, so it was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. <laughs> I was just I was so certain because like we had so many injuries. I thought, yeah, I thought, yeah, this could be like we'd be doing well to keep them out for like seven or eight or whatever. But wow, I've never seen, never seen Ibrahim Amadou play a game so well in all his life. And I don't think I ever will. (laughs) (laughs) And say, yeah, he'll have perky count well. And well, yeah, I was was rolling in the FPL points as well. You know what I've always um, noticed more and more when that question is asked though is, I don't know, can I ever actually remember a really, really great FBL memory? And then I wonder, what the hell do I play this game for? Because I don't, I, I genuinely can't think of any, like, where there really? was, like... Oh, no, not even one, like, knock it out of the park. You know when you're talking there, like, a triple captain that just nails it, like, I've, I don't think I've ever had one. 
Um, so yeah, so oh, thanks, thanks for crushing. Bad. Thanks for continuing to crush my spirit. Anyway, so um, Marzi, oh. you're <laughs> you're next up in the questions. And lads, we're the dramatic ones here, apparently. Mm, yeah, I'm the princess. Yeah. There's a reason I call him princess. <laughs> right. Um, so new season, restart, COVID, etc. How are you pre- uh, approaching the FBL season, and what would uh, like what, what's your advice to new managers that are, or those that are struggling this year? A lot of people seem to be struggling and not mm. moving. Us included. Yeah, yeah well, I'll say I'd, I'd count myself as being in that. I'm say I think I'm 1.1 mil at the moment. And, uh, that well, puts you the highest out of the four here. Just, oh, just, okay. just to give you a picture. <laughs> <laughs> You're smiling. Right. That's an incredible record this season so far. Where, uh-huh. where a few of us... Um, uh, floating around the three million marks, so you know we uh, have rank envy. I'm not far behind you, but every time I say it, they have a got me. They say I'm bragging, so I'm not going to say. But, but you yeah. are. <laughs> no, yes, it's a free pass for not knowing. You know exactly what you're saying when you do it. Oh dear, I say yeah. I say I'm at 1.1 mil. Obviously, you know we're all going to finish higher than we are right now. That's yeah. That's the one thing I say. The cream will rise. So I sort of you know keep hearing that, don't I? Um, yeah, that keeps going round and round in my head. I'm thinking, you know, yeah, as it goes by, you know, we'll we'll sort of get the edge. You know, the the ones of us that keep you know, keep playing, keep making those, uh, well, keep making the sensible transfers, if you like. And I mean, I've still got my wild card in hand, so like, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of fine at the moment. I'd have said, um, you know, I'm I'm not panicking. I'm not panicking too much. Um, the next question we have for you is: You're the boss at FBL for one day, and you can change one rule or feature in the game. What is it? Well, personally, I'm, I'm I like the layout on that Bundesliga fantasy. Uh, yeah, I was obviously was one of the few that got hooked into that at the end of last season and sort of kept kept it going. One of the even fewer that kept it going, and. Uh, so I liked it in, sort of in terms of like star players per position and like being able to change that and sub and in and out and all that sort of thing. Um, like so instead of getting you know, times two for a captain, you get times one and a half for a star player in each position. And so I quite I you know, I really enjoy that feature. Um, and so and subs as well. Um, that's another thing that helps in uh, Bundesliga fantasy and sort of well, in terms of the uh, fragmented format, if you like, on the on the Premier League at the moment, where everything's for broadcast for varying prices, it's like um, it. I, I think the subs would be a matter would be a help. I, I'm not familiar with Bundesliga. Uh, when you so when you say the the subs, is is there more subs or is it that you've got like the active subs, kind of like that World Cup one? Was that the World Cup uh, one? Mm, the auto sub. So I played that, but say so it was. It, it's pretty much you get the same number of players as uh, fantasy of uh, as a uh, FPL, but uh, say so you can just switch them around. So yeah, okay. you get well, you get three subs and you keep her on the bench, and, and so you can bring on and take off depending on sort of what you want. Uh, sort of as well, sort of gives you a little bit of a little bit of an extra train of thought needed to uh, sort of think well when the games are, which sort of players you want to play first, you know? Mm. Yeah. So, so- yeah. I play. Um, I know that the guys have banned me from um, from mentioning Sky Fantasy, but um, I'm enjoying it this season. I like the the. It's a little bit more interactive. You do change your kind of captain every game day, so you have a different captain. 
and um and a little bit you like that you can even sub players out mid game week so you can get their points and sub them out for someone else for Monday Monday night football or whatever. And though Mars keeps on banning me every single time I say it, he says nobody cares. No one cares. No one cares. No one cares. <laughs> I think a few do. Um, yeah. So actually, kind of in that vein, right? Because you're talking about um a game there that. I guess has more strategic elements to it, right? Because you have to have to apply um, different thinking to how you play it. So that sort of lends itself to our next question, which is around how you would describe yourself as an FPL manager in three words. Mm. Uh, cautious, that'd be one. Uh, uh, average and uh, cheap. Really, I, I I say sheep. I go along. I go along a lot with what other people are doing. Um, I, I, so sometimes I'm uh, quite into, or I often feel the pressure just to, to sort of go for the higher own sort of options if I've got like one or two on the table. Um, say average. I just never, yeah, never, never really think I'm that good, if you like. And uh, and well, cautious. I say just like um. Well, captain picks, things like that. I'm always in, like, say, the most captained ones, or you know, I'm, I'm never really one down to like, or want to take a chance. But like, um, well, but like some others, I know I saw Raptor the other week, Captain Grealish, and you know, I, I, there's me thinking, no, I, I, I'd never do that, you know, even if I knew it was going to haul, you know. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I guess the, the the thing about it is, you know, a lot of success can also come with you know playing the um that sort of more conservative approach um particularly if it is a, a template that is performing right mm. so you know um you can sometimes overthink there's too it. much pressure to have influentials mm. yeah and you can overthink it yeah. i mean i know that when you're saying they're being a sheep i guess the main point is to i guess once you're listening to um, the right people but if you have I know sometimes there are so many people in the FBL Twitter community that you could be listening to hundreds of people and then God knows what decision you come up with whereas if you do listen mm-hmm. I guess to um, to the best then um, then you're probably going to be you're probably going to be just fine um, but uh, yeah cons- conservative managers generally do well in FBL anyway so you're you're in good um, in good company there yeah so um, talking about tactics and and you being a conservative manager when like when do you usually set up your your game what, what's what's the tactics for setting up the the team and when do you typically make your transfers do, and captains do you wait till last minute especially now with the international break coming up or do you move early because of price rises and falls Nah, say so i'm i'm not bothered about prices really i mean if i get if i get priced out of a move i'm yeah it, it's very rare i do um and say if I do get priced out of one, it's just like, yeah, well, I'm lucky. Move on to the next one, see who else I can get. And, uh, well, I'm, I'm very, very last minute, to be honest. It's, yeah, I, I like to make sure that everyone I've got will be available before I then, you know, confirm things. So, that I'll, you know, if I was using a wild card, I'd be, I'd be drafting for, you know, ages before I actually, before I actually do use it because I then want to land on the players that I know are sort of confirmed. Um, in terms of like, well, captains and that, I've, again, I'm a bit, yeah. As, as I said, I'm a bit, uh, a bit of a sheep with that. I go for most sort of most captained ones, um, mainly, and say, oh, well, made the mistake of picking Son last week, although I was between Son and Zeke all week. Um, 
But yeah, so I'll. Oh, that, that must have hurt. <laughs> yeah, oh, God, there's a was... lot of sense in it, though. But yeah, it would have hurt, especially as a Chelsea fan. Yeah, well, <laughs> as I say, I I often don't trust them. That's the thing. I often don't trust Chelsea because there's me thinking, oh, they're right. The week I captain them is going to be the week they you know, flop completely. Um, <laughs> and so I haven't really consistently owned Chelsea players since Hazard uh, left. So, so, so yeah, so I don't really trust them that much. They have been hard to kind of um, to nail down in terms of you know to to figure out what um, what way they are because it looked defensively or in attack they seem to be kind of trying to find that um, that balance. But they definitely ZH looked very very good. Um, he's one that I'd be looking at as well down the line. But it would have been really ballsy calls to go for um, to go for him as a as a captain pick. Um, you mentioned, like, obviously you're a conservative manager, um, but how and when do you ever, or do you take hits or make risky lineup or captain decisions? Is there any kind of situations that you're more likely to do that? Mm, I'll say I never really, I never really do take hits. Um, I think I mean, I made, I made a statement a while ago about saying I've uh, never taken a hit in a hundred game weeks of playing FPL. And I've, look back through my timeline and found one that I forgot about and that's literally the only time that uh that that I'd taken a hit. I was I think it worked, but it was the only time I'd ever taken a hit and I think it was just because well I needed injury cover. But um but yeah so I never never really take hits. I've just been uh moving along with my one one free transfer all all season so far. I don't well I think I've only kept all I've, well, both of the transfers once, and that's well. I don't think that really worked out, but uh, yeah. I mean, no. Fair play on the self-control. We're all very trigger happy <laughs> on this pod. Oh gosh, no, no. I, I hold those four points with my life, honestly. I'll <laughs> <laughs> oh, probably why. You know, I've been, I've been, so, I've been so much better this year. Normally, um, normally right. I'm doing what Don does this year. Don is already on like minus twenty or something stupid like that. Whereas, well, I can't that. <laughs> oh, maybe I was being generous, but to be honest, I think I've taken like two hits all season, which is really strange for me. But I'm trying a different approach. Eh, let's mm. see what happens. But I see what you mean. I, I find it difficult, and I'm just I'm glad, it's, especially this season. I think you must be. I don't know if you had Son or not, but you know those moves where people sold Son for game week two and then had to buy him. Can you imagine missing out on the 14 points to start with or whatever, 24 or whatever he got? It's, um... Can you imagine? I can imagine, yeah. No problem in the world. <laughs> oh, I didn't have him. I didn't have him at all. Um, mm. I, I'd stayed out of Tottenham for a long time. And, um, well, I'd, I still haven't even got Kane. But, uh, you know, I've had some for the last two or three weeks now. I'll say, yeah. I just tried to start. Well, didn't go into Tottenham at the start of the season because I was I doubted sort of what they you know what they'd really bring to the table. But well, <laughs> I, I'm I wrong. Lovers were skeptical, to be fair, um, about how they they've let us down before. So it's kind of yeah. I avoided I avoided them apart from Ali. So that was clever. Yeah. So too. he was quickly straight out of the team. <laughs> to be honest, it was the good thing because I probably would have done the sun to somebody else in game week two. I would have been sitting there fuming that I lost 24 points, potentially. So I'm glad I went, Ali. 
we have to look at the positives. Ali to Rodriguez hmm. that week, so you exactly. know what? It, it all worked out well in the end, I guess. Exactly. Um, Mars's favorite question. It's our Dini question. Um, being so called because Mars in particular, but also myself, um, have had very bad experiences uh, with Mr. Dini, and so it's really about are there any players or, or teams that have trolled you or that you try to avoid in FPL for one reason or another? Oh, well, Man United, I, I try my best to stay out of Man United, A, because I hate them, B, because they're unpredictable, and say unless they ab- unless I absolutely have to go in there because, you know, they've been on a run of like two or three games like, where they've been just banging points out. I would say <laughs> I'm really, really sorry to anyone who hates Man United, but I say I absolutely can't stick the team. So I, I stay out of them on a supporter bias. Um, but uh, I say uh, the other one, Fabian Share, I, I had a lot of a couple of seasons ago. Um, a lot of you know I'd start him for like the the old blank like 2.1 point whatever and <laughs> i bench him he scored a worldie so oh uh, so that, yeah that, that was quite horrible and fabian share is probably the biggest one of or biggest sort of troll i've had <laughs> really but i think you can get away with avoiding him at the moment so you're oh. probably, probably all, all right he's uh i mean I, I, my problem is that i've vetoed calvert lewin um, oh. after what he did to me at the end of last season. I was very loyal to him last season. And then he broke my heart. And now it's the hill that I'm going to die on. And mm. in FPL terms, I may yet because uh, he won't stop scoring and it's very painful. So I think Fabian Cher is a preferable troll to have. Um, yeah. Going to have one. It's less agonizing week on week. Oh, no. So I, I, in terms of strikers, I'm, well, I'm sort of quite stuck on Wilson at the minute. Um, you know, I'm I'm more than down to be trolled by Wilson. I've been trolled by him so many times while I was at Bournemouth, and you know, <laughs> I, I I'm just riding the roller coaster with Wilson. But yeah, <laughs> some, yeah some well, of those it's, it's, I just well, always get the end up. <laughs> right. So we touched on the community before, but what is it that you like best about being part of the community? And I know that you do some work for FBL Connect or some writing. So tell us more about that. Well, I'll say, um, uh, say for FPL Connect, I'm sort of more, yeah, more of a hot topic sort of writer. So if there's something that's going off in the community and, you know, if I'm free to write about it, I'll, uh, you know, I'll write about it. It's, uh, I'll say sometimes I'll, cover him on like the uh on more the um press conferences article as well um just putting all the press conferences together and yeah to be fair i quite enjoy that um yeah i wish i had a bit more time i always look forward to that i always look forward to that because it really summarizes everything perfectly Mm. before you try and make your moves yeah exactly it's just so it's easy just to have everything in one place you know i've I've written the article before and then read it over, yeah, for my own benefit. So it's like, it's, uh, well, as it say, it's really useful. And so I, I enjoy doing it when I get it. Um, but yeah, so the community in general, it's just, it's just lovely. It's nice to, you know, not be considered weird for 
wanting to talk about fantasy football, uh, <laughs> which is weird. Uh, so, or which you would say weird among my friends. Um, and so if I talk about fantasy football to them, then you know I've lost them instantly. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's nice to have. I would say a big community. We all come together. We all talk about this crazy, uh, yeah, this crazy little game we've got. And uh, yeah, definitely. Um, that's that's how we all feel. Do you know actually with anyone from the community in real life, or um, or are we all still just faces on the screen for you so far? Mm, yeah, it's very much faces on the screen. To be fair, I've not so I've not been out to any of those meets. Obviously, you know, we've got a, yeah, we've got the restrictions and all that now. So. Uh, it's probably not going to happen for some time, which is kind of gutting. But, uh, so once it's all over and yeah, FPL community comes in together for a big meet, um, yeah, I'd I'd love to be there. Um, <laughs> still need well, still need to have a drink with the uh, with the team I won that Vertex League with. To be fair, Norwich uh, with the Norwich guys, and so we well, yeah, I had a little last season, so uh, something to look forward to eventually then. <laughs> When all this yeah. ends, yeah, exactly. We we had a great big one um, planned for Dublin for um for just before the lockdown, but uh yeah, we were we were going to meet up myself and Kay were going to meet anyway, and I was hoping I'd be able to smuggle Marzi across, but I wasn't able to. But uh, and then COVID, was, um, COVID came along. Go on, Kay. Yeah. I was supposed to go over to London as well, and Mars and I were going to go for dinner, but that got cancelled too. So, stupid COVID. Oh, well. Stupid COVID. Oh. Yeah. Right. So tell us, uh, who are the first five FPL accounts you followed and still follow on Twitter? Do you know them? Um, well, I'm ashamed to say that none of you three were one of them. And that's, yeah, that, that's... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming it was it's probably right. the we'll, we'll forgive you. Yeah, so I was going to say, it's not to say that you're not the best lot out there, but... Well, well, <laughs> well saved, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so first one I really sort of saw on my timeline was Planet FPL. Um, yeah, James and Serge on there. Um, on there. Um, and uh, Holly from FF Community. Um, I remember following her quite early on, and then there was FPL Connect. Um yeah, so and from there it just sort of spiraled. Um, you know, I got more and more into the community, and then sort of made my own FPL account because, uh, well, sort of sort of started following FPL accounts on my on my personal, and then you know, from there I thought, yeah, I'll break away into FPL. And so then I saw, well, um, who got the assists on there as well, and uh, well, Partridge. I got all Partridge. Everybody needs a laugh. Absolutely. Yeah. One of my favourite accounts. I just love. Yeah. Yeah, I just love to laugh at FPL. And, well, <laughs> well exactly. We have to laugh. I, I use Twitter to laugh and, you know, interact with people. Uh, <clears throat> so going on there and seeing people taking the piss and things like that, it's, it's always good. It's always good fun. Um, yeah. Fantastic. So, yeah, so, yeah I, I think, you know, we've had uh, pretty much most of these people that you mentioned on uh, on, on uh, the getting to know you, trying to get Partridge, but at the moment he's not budging. He wants to remain anonymous, so it's all good. We respect that. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you had to choose uh, one player, past or present, to have in your FBL team, who would it be? Mm. I, th- I think someone like Lampard would be like really, really fun. The, the amount of goals he used to score out of midfield. 
I think. Oh, he, oh yeah, he was. If I if I had to uh, if I, if I if I was uh, given him and told I'm going to be forced to have him for the season, I wouldn't complain. Um, uh, <laughs> someone way back, like if you know, if Alan Shearer popped up at like prime form again, you know, you just know he'd be lethal. Yes, I'd be. Well, yeah, Lampard would definitely be my first, but Shearer a close second. Fair, fair picks. Yeah. Um. So the um. This is my favorite question, Jess. So um. You're hosting a dinner party, and you can invite any three people, living or dead. Who are they, and what food and drink are you going to put in front of them? <laughs> can I joke about putting F- FPL partridge there and break the anonymity? Yeah. Why not? The crack, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah he, he absolutely. <laughs> no. 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 Kidding. But, um. Say, so I'd I'd put Pele there. It's just one of them people I. I would put there just for no particular reason, just that, well, it's Pele, you know. Like, <laughs> there's there's got to be a few stories there. Um, yeah, obviously that he'll he'll no doubt be wanting to, or he'll he'll no doubt be, or won't be tired of telling. Um, there's a singer called Sabrina Carpenter, American singer, basically she's my favourite singer ever, and you know I I would have a proper proper fangirl moment if she sat down at a table with me. Uh, for a dinner party, uh, yeah. Um, do you, are, you, are you any good at singing? Um, do you might be able to give us a blast because I'm not familiar with her work. No, <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> you can want to. Go, go away and listen to it by all means, but I'm not singing for you. I'll save your ears. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, and I think to be fair, Frank Lampard would be. Yeah, I used him for an answer. Last one, but I, I really would love to have Frank Lampard sat at a table with me. <laughs> yeah, Chelsea, yeah, Chelsea legend, Chelsea manager. I could tell him to stop playing Havertz on the wing, you know, like... <laughs> yeah, that'd I'm be sensing really... A bit, I'm sensing a bit of uh, Kylie Giroud with you and Lampard. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, God. No, I, I, I'd say I really loved him as a player. As manager, I'm not massively keen, but, you know, like... He's a club legend. I'll, uh, oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, and so after after all that, I'd just put you know, say I put those three people around the table, and I'd tell my mum to cook. <laughs> I'm terrible at cooking. <laughs> uh, my mum, my Would you have requests? Oh, um, uh, that's difficult, you know, because I well, I eat a lot of food. I'm <laughs> um, so. Yeah, pretty much. I just go to my mom. Right, I'm having these people round. Can you make me a nice tea? And she she will always deliver. Like, like she's well, she does burgers and wedges a lot. She can make like, a lasagna from scratch. She's really really good at that. And uh, yeah, so basically, I'll I'll just pass off all cooking responsibility to my mom. She's <laughs> say she's absolutely perfect with them. Oh, with with, with, uh, with meals. Cooking is the best part. And then you get to spend more time with them. So exactly, oh, exactly. you're not stuck in the kitchen. You could be there picking Lampard's brain and and telling him, you know, who he should be playing and where. Exactly. Track. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that one's so always such a tricky question. Yeah, I I just put a load of alcohol there as well. Just you know, get Pele drunk in the corner. <laughs> oh. Always a good idea for a dinner party. Um, okay, so this is another one of our hypothetical questions. If your house was on fire, 
and you could only save one non-living item, right? So assume that family, the rabbits, everyone's safe, um, mm. but so you can save one non-living item, what would you grab? Um, I'm between two things. Um, I'm, I've been flitting through them. Um, I've got a Juan Mata shirt, basically, that's up on my wall in a frame, signed. Um, I'm between that and taking my first ever cuddly toy, and I think, you know, I think the cuddly toy would take precedence. A because it's easier to pick up, and I wouldn't have, to, <laughs> I wouldn't have to worry about getting it off the wall or anything like that. And B because it's just sentiment, you know. <laughs> uh, well, I've still got it around in my room, so like, yeah, it's been with me the best part of well, nearly twenty years now. So. <laughs> so yeah that's fair. why not you can replace phones and all of that sort of stuff you've got to keep the sentimental stuff exactly yeah absolutely so um jess do you have any special skills outside of your job and being decent at fpl um i say i I'm, I'm i'm all right at fifa you know um that's uh, that's something I'd say I'm all right with, but that's not like, obviously real life, is it? <laughs> um, right, it's still a skill. Still a skill, yeah, because well, you know, I, I wouldn't have a clue what I was doing, to be honest. <laughs> I'll try yeah, no. I, I can play, but God, I'm not good. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I'm all right at it. So, um, yeah, I'd, I'd make that count as much as I could, but yeah, aside from that, as well, really. Um, Something that my dad considers a sort of special skill is me being able to remember like random, really random things about footballers. Um, (laughs) John Watson's made a career out of that. Yeah, exactly. Um, So that's what that's the kind of thing he says, actually. Um, So he sort of says about you know you should should go into commentary and all that. That'd be uh, yeah, that'd be your kind of career path. As opposed to having all this useless information rattling around your head and and you're not doing anything with it. Yeah, I mean, my well, my daddy's a bit of a Chelsea fan. Like he doesn't watch all, yeah, doesn't watch all the games like I do. Um, but I say like when we were watching West Ham Chelsea at the back end of last season um, on the telly, uh, I think did Suchek score in that? I think he nearly did. I think he might have got one actually, but. I've, I think I came up with something like, yeah, that's that's not the first time he scored against Chelsea. He scored against them in the Europa League against Sparta Prague in the quarterfinal, or, or playing for Sparta Prague in the quarterfinal. Uh, back up, yeah, back in. Uh, so Hazard. a bit of an appeal. He, <laughs> he, he looked like it's in a ghost. <laughs> they were a bit of an anorak. <laughs> uh, excellent yeah, stuff. Yeah. Uh, now, this one is about you. Who tell us about your favorite band, your favorite music, and what TV show you're currently watching? Oh, well, I say as I said, Sabrina Carpenter is like my favorite singer of all time. Absolutely love her. And I got into the whole uh, yeah fangirl community on Instagram and all that, and uh, basically basically met the person who I um or who sort of inspired me, if you like, to come out on there. So um. So, so yeah, like that's that's a well, that whole community is very dear to me, and obviously Sabrina Carpenter being the one who's like, yeah, <laughs> the centre of all that, you know. I'd say I absolutely love her, I love her music, but you know, love her fans as well. And um, yeah, in terms of well, TV, I don't I don't watch a lot of TV, but um, 
Yeah, I was watching Afterlife on Netflix. Um, I've got two or three, two or three episodes in the series. I was watching it with my brother. My brother finished it without me, and he's the one who's got the net, who's got the Netflix password. So absolutely, <laughs> absolute heartbreak on that. Oh, no, that was yeah. Uh, I, I was enjoying it as well up until <laughs> up until I couldn't watch it anymore. That's so, fine. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Well, well, you did you dirty there. That you you're not yeah. allowed to do that, but they do. They do it all the time. The sneaky sly. It's it's like um, I don't know. It, it, it's I kind of equate it to going in and stealing all the ice cream in the middle of the night or something. It's like oh, yeah. Wait, just wait until we're watching it together rather than yeah. skipping ahead. It's absolute betrayal. Oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So then, last question for you. Tell us one guilty pleasure and a bad habit that you have. Oh gosh. Right. Um. I sometimes you can buy these massive bags of like Thornton's fudge, and a guilty pleasure of me just like midnight binge eating massive these bags of Thornton's fudge. Like honestly, <laughs> I, I can sit there, I can absolutely devour them without anyone knowing. Uh, and say, I, I know I shouldn't be doing it. I know I should be like, you know, I should be cutting down. I should be on a diet, you know, like, but, but lockdown, oh, <laughs> Thornton's God, fudge, yeah. gone. <laughs> Anything I had in the house, no, no longer, <laughs> you know. Um, I think all of us have more guilty pleasures and bad habits than ever during lockdown. So, yeah, you know. Yeah. I say, uh, my, my, my bad habit is probably more of an FPL one, to be fair. It's like, uh, yeah, it it's watching games and always thinking of the FPL side before the actual uh, yeah before the actual game. So, and I think probably the one exception would be like a Chelsea game, but <laughs> we do but definitely it, watch it through yeah. a filter, don't we? And you can kind of uh, yeah, you're looking at looking at everything from everyone's uh, FPL value and kind of every time there's a performance, I find. Say it is a player scores and your first thought is going, oh, his ownership is flipping sky high or in my mini league or whatever like that, as opposed to enjoying the the action on the pitch. Mm. Yeah, I say I, I I even had it on my on Saturday because I, I was working late Saturday, so I came home. I recorded the game. I came home and sat down to watch that, and <laughs> I celebrated way too much when Ziet crossed that ball to Chilwell. Uh, that's me. Think, that's me sat there. Oh, yeah, sat there thinking afterwards. That's nine points. Oh, and Chelsea are winning. Are winning now. <laughs> yeah, like oh, uh, that 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 was a massive one for me. Uh, so, uh, oh, that was that game last year though. Um, Liverpool. Yeah, Liverpool at Stamford Bridge. Um, I think that was two one, wasn't it? Um, well, I think I I almost celebrated Trent Alexander Arnold's free kick because Salah laid it off. Yeah, I was going to say the free kick one. Yeah. Yeah, I had both of those, and so that that was nearly a celebration. <laughs> oh dear! Yeah, uh, I remember. I remember I had uh, Scott Dan in my team. They were playing Liverpool. This is shameful. Mm. Uh, that was like three seasons ago, and um, Palace. He scored in a one-one draw, and um, yeah. I remember after the game going, "Well, you know what? At least he scored." You know, <laughs> it's giving yourself a bit of sympathy, yeah. Or <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's that's. A, like I say it's just a massive thing. It's sort of you know, 
even if your team are losing, you can more. You can still have a sort of little smile at it, but I, I find that sort of gets a touch in the way of me every now and then. Yeah. Um, I mean, to be fair, it's the only way that we'd ever watch like Fulham versus Burnley ever, you know, because of uh, FPL. Oh, exactly. Any of their fans. Those ones are the worst <laughs> ones when you're when all you're doing is hoping for clean sheets. So. Um, they're they're a yeah. disaster. But um, um, Jess, I was just looking up uh, Sabrina Carpenter there because, uh, as I said, I wasn't wasn't familiar with her. But me and you are definitely of another age because um, I'm actually a lot more familiar with her aunt Nancy Cartwright, who's the voice of uh, of Bart on The Simpsons. So um, so that just shows we're of a different era. You see, me and you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah. But uh, Jess, uh, you have completed our 20 questions successfully. Uh, thanks a million for, uh, for letting us get to know you. All right, no problem. It's been fun being on. Thanks for having me. One for each other and all for one. The three brave amigos are we. Brother to brother and everyone. A brave amigo.